Hello, welcome back to the PTC podcast. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by A Life of Education. Life of Education is the world's only dedicated health and fitness educational website delivering health and fitness content to fitness professionals and fitness enthusiasts from a variety of sections of the health and fitness world with talks and lectures in areas of nutrition, anatomy, physiology, sports medicine, female development, yoga, pilates, strength and conditioning, uh, the business of fitness, and many more to be added in the future. Allo's mission is to bring leading experts from around the world of health and fitness together on one platform to share their knowledge and expertise on a global scale. This episode of the podcast is with Mark Boyd. Mark is the strongest man in Scotland for his weight. I think his weight is 105 or 115. We talk about it in the podcast anyway. Um, Mark is organizing the world's ultimate strongman here in Dubai on October 26th in Bab al-Shams. And what they're going to have at that event is the world's top 15 world's strongest man. So Eddie Hall um, for the guy from the mountain from... um, Lord of the Rings and a whole bunch of other guys who we talk about at the, during the podcast. We caught up with Mark. He's one of the high-level strongman competitors here in Dubai. He trains like that every day. He trains for competitions. He runs Emirates Strength, which is a small organization that's trying to just, if people are, want to do strongman, they go and they, they, they train with him. You can catch them on um, Instagram, I think, as Emirates ES or Emirates Strength. So, yeah, it was very interesting to listen to Mark, how he trains, how his nutrition is, um, and how he went into that corner of the fitness world as opposed to endurance sports being in an ex-marine. He didn't go into the long-distance running, cycling, swimming kind of thing. He went straight into just lifting some of the heaviest things you can imagine, carrying them and then putting them down. So, anyway, we'll get on with it. This is myself and Matt and Mark Boyd. Hi guys, welcome back again. It's myself, I'm Matt, and Mark Boyd. Uh, Mark Boyd is one of the prominent strongman athletes in Dubai. Um, he's organising the world's ultimate strongman in when is it? October twenty sixth of October. Twenty sixth of October. Um, so Mark's from Kilmarnock in Scotland. So we'll. If we could, we'd put subtitles, but it's audio only, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll give it a go. Um, do you want to just introduce yourself a little bit, your, your your past, sort of what got you into exercise in the first place, and then how you ended up all the way here? Uh, yeah, so it all started um, when I was around 17, 16, 17, I joined the Royal Marines, um, was in the Marines for about six years, and... Through the six years, I always sort of pushed towards uh, being a physical training instructor. Um, once I'd done that, I branched into anti-piracy, did a bit of anti-piracy. Um, and things on, on these deployments, we always utilised equipment that was to hand. So, like, petrol jerry cans. Um, for training. Yeah, for training. So, that was sort of... Where I started to break into strongman was the, these sort of when I was on deployments, we would utilise the equip, equipment we've got, 
whatever we had, we'd lift and shift it, sort of thing. And then when I left the Marines, I started to sort of push towards uh, competing in strongman. So where, where was the anti-piracy stuff? Like what part of the world? Uh, Somalia. Yeah, just all around there. Mm. Was that that was your after you were you left the military? No, no, this was during oh, during you're the deployed Marines. Deployed there. Yeah, yeah, deployed yeah, off the coast of Somalia. What was your training like for the Marines? Tough. It was uh, eight months worth. Yeah, of tough training. You Building up to sort of uh, running 30 miles with a backpack and a rifle. And uh, the usual training is, what, three months in Catterick, is it? Yeah, in the army it's a bit different. Yeah, yeah. but yours is like twice that answer. Yeah, so. yeah. What's the most outrageous thing they made you do? So you're fresh off the street, you're a young kid. You're, what age are you, 17? Yeah, 16. I joined when I was 16, passed out when I was 17. Had you done any... Uh, like sports around before that yeah I was I was. Um, I used to play for Celtic as a pro youth oh, really? goalkeeper yeah yeah um, but I always remembered to be honest I didn't have a clue what I was going into but we walked about 100 metres with a 40 kilo rucksack on and I thought that, uh, this was like week 3 and I thought, no, that's it. I can't. <laughs> how can I do <laughs> this? How can I, how can I be expected to run 30 miles with this kit on my back? And I always remember the first uh, 100 metres with a, a Bergen on. That's what we called it, a yeah. Bergen. And, and thinking, for, yeah. <laughs> so when you go in, how many people started compared to how many people finished? It would be... So you've got a potential Royal Marines course, which starts with about 60 uh, roughly from that number, it's dropped to 20. Then you start the Royal Marines training. The troop starts at 60 and drops down to between uh, 8 and 15. Yeah. Is that an enforced dropping or just people just drop out? People dropping out, injuries. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, were they cull people? Would they be like, nah, get the fuck out? No. Yeah, they're, they're very uh, they're good at weeding people out. Yeah, if if they didn't want anyone to be or someone to be there, they would make sure. Yeah, they they sort of didn't make it. It's very um, it's a very tight knit unit. Sort yeah, of. sure. Jesus, um, yeah, we had a, another ex marine on last week, and we're saying how it it people who come from that background they typically end up with like a penchant for doing like endurance shit, like crazy <laughs> endurance shit. Yeah. And you kind of went the complete opposite. Like, yeah, fuck, yeah. I'm never doing this again. <laughs> I just want to lift heavy yeah. shit. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of, I, I cut my career short. Used it for what it was, a few stepping stones and then, yeah, into sort of coming to Dubai, I guess. So when you left the Marines, you, you stayed in Scotland for a bit or you came straight out here? No, really th- in the three days later I was in Dubai. You were based in this, like, when you're on the deployment on the water where are you based uh, just on ship so that, oh, this ship. was okay. this was one one of my deployments before I was based uh, down south okay but when when I deployed or depending on what deployment I, went, I would yeah. be on it would be yeah. so you're on a ship and then yeah fair enough so what you moved to Dubai then when, when did you get here um, January 2015 2016 oh yeah that's yeah. not long ago eh? yeah, yeah only two and a half years yeah um, and you went straight into PT and straight into PT um, with a with a company that um, it didn't work out well with. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. we all have those experiences. Yeah. That, that, that <laughs> sometimes happens. Yeah. yeah, yeah, every now and then. And uh, so, how then did you get into the strongman stuff over here? Because there's a big gap. Yeah, so it sort of started um, as I was sort of leaving the company. I was doing sort of strongman training and aiming to compete um, 
And it was just sort of, I was the only person in, in Dubai at the time actually doing competitive training and, and, and training for Strongman and there was no equipment. I remember having like minimalist like, equipment and I was trying to put things together. Where were you doing the training? Um, between Warehouse Gym and Train SF. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I remember like having to get one Atlas stone made because I didn't know where to go. So I was using one one Atlas stone when... I would go and compete, we'd be using five. So I was yeah. just trying to utilise what I had. And at the time, I just thought if, if I can sort of pull something together um, as a brand and, and represent Strongman, um, I sort of had a platform with Dubai Muscle Show and they sort of allowed me to set up a competition and that sort of gave me the base yeah. so to sort of push Emirates Strength and push, let's say, a Strongman community or... So Emirates Strength is the name of the company, yeah. Yeah, Emirates Strength was a sort of Yeah. Company. We were there at the uh we were there yeah, at yeah, the muscle, muscle show. show. Yeah, you yeah, guys were carrying the, the stone and the shape of Dubai. Yeah, so this UAE. The first year was uh, down at the marina. Uh the first year we did a yacht pool and You were there the first time they did the muscle show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. A yacht pool. Yeah, a yacht pool down the marina, yeah, yeah. That was one of the big events. Uh, How did you do that? I mean Obviously, the, you pull the yacht on the water, but like, where are you, you standing? Oh, no, the was, so the yacht was um, in a trailer. Ah, uh, okay. And on the, the sort of uh, dock. Right, fair enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a big change in those two those two years. The Muscle Show second year was, was yeah, huge. Yeah, the second year was definitely the the flipping point for for Emirates Strength. Where did you get that? Because you have an it, would you call it an Atlas Stone? The map that's just that heavy unit. The UE Stone, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, how how heavy that? is that? It went up to. In December, 180 kilos. Jesus. So depending on the categories, yeah. The females was 90 kilos. The under 90s was 140. And then the open was 180 kilos. That's down. So if people who don't know what we're talking about, it's it's like a cube-shaped piece of... What is it? Stone? Is it just pure... Steel. Not steel. Oh, steel. And the shape of the UE. And it's in the sh- yeah, it's in like a 3D shape of the UE, which is just... You pick it up and carry it. I didn't know it was that heavy. Yeah, That's, yeah, I wouldn't be able to pick that up. Nah, I probably wouldn't either. <laughs> Little bitches. <laughs> yeah, it's solid. It is, uh, but it's just an awkward shape, right? Like when you see guys like trying to carry it. Yeah, like, yeah, baby you carrying it. Yeah. yeah, like even in like the world's strongest man and stuff, these fucking things. And it's, I mean, I guess that's half the battle, right? Just yeah. trying to get the right purchase on it. Yeah, yeah but then the other half is just the weight of it. Well, yeah, yeah. 140. Are they picking it up off the floor? Uh, no, it's normally off of a, a an implement, so they're not picking it from the floor. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I don't. So just carrying that. it. It's I don't fancy that. I'm not that person. I just got Matt. Give us a hand. <laughs> have you found like the uptake for the strongman stuff? Like, has it has it been sort of popular? Like, have you seen like a kind of a steady rise in its? Uh, I think internationally, uptake? it's definitely grown. Uh, Dubai, slowly but surely, yeah, it's, it's sort of come together. Um, the more we push out the competitions, we're getting attractions from like the JCC. Um, Dubai just needs a little bit of. Of an yeah, start for sure. Yeah, yeah but yeah. internationally, for sure. For oh sure. yeah, absolutely. Like it's, uh, yeah, you, you see it when you watch the World Strongest Man. Like the crowds are getting bigger and bigger each time. Yeah, and like even in the UK, like they're filling out like arenas. Yeah, some yeah. of I their mean, stuff. Like, um, that's that's one thing is the UK does good is they they can fill out yeah a ten twelve thousand uh, capacity arena for sure, man. That's yeah. cool. But yeah, it, it yeah it's slowly picking up here. I mean, we tried running one. 
way back when when we first came out here with our old company it was kind of a what do we call it UAE's strongest athlete or something like strongest that strongest athlete yeah it was but a bit of a let's not be sexist and <laughs> let's not call it a strong man because it might turn away the females let's call it the strongest well, athlete well it was even like just I think it was it was difficult to get people into it when it was just about strength you needed that fitness component yeah, as well yeah, to kind yeah. of make the transition Cro- to yeah it. the crossover for it yeah. also to attract people to make the thing worthwhile running because we would have yeah. had maybe three people showing yeah. up to a strong man thing yeah well, I, can't that, that, I mean that's the thing as well especially out here is a lot of people see it as like unachievable yeah whereas with Emirates Strength the way I'm sort of pushing it is so that anyone can do it not necessarily compete but anyone can do like, can train that way. training it's, yeah. I mean it's functional movements um, just the, the sort of the way it's portrayed is it's unachievable yeah because you guys are based now on Train, aren't you? Train SF. Yeah, Train SF. I'm, I'm Warehouse as well, yeah. Oh, really? So, because yeah. I saw, I was trying to figure out, I saw you guys training online. I was trying to figure out where this place was with the cage and the wall. And they've converted a space for you, yeah? In We've converted it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That looks cool. I haven't been down to see it, but that yeah. looks good. What's the, what's the kind of uptake? Like, are people training in there during the day when you guys aren't running your sessions using the kit? Like, Yeah, yeah. People are, are jumping in there. We usually make, usually use it mainly for our classes yeah uh, we take sort of strongman classes and, and that's where it's predominantly getting used is, is during the classes um, what are the guys doing you have Atlas Stones down there and big old log yeah we've got there. sandbags yoke Atlas Stones log um, loading platforms we've got a deadlift platform squat rack all the sort of the whole shebang it's whole definitely shebang. a better yeah, use yeah. of that room what was it before it's like some Stair weird masters. stairs yeah, and yeah like bosey balls everywhere yeah, yeah. <laughs> god yeah, yeah. I mean cool, don't man. get me wrong sometimes it's getting utilised for the wrong things but yeah it's what it is uh, yeah I, I can imagine yeah. people look at an atlas yeah. stone like what the fuck is this starting to include on it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> trigger point ball <laughs> what a line yeah. on this <laughs> um, so then you've got a big thing happening October yeah. Do you want to talk us through that a little bit? We've seen a bit online, the advertisements for it. So in October, October 26th, we've got World's Ultimate Strongman. Um, basically what we're trying to do is create a, a huge festival with the main headline being World's Strongest Man or World's Ultimate Strongman, where we're bringing over the top 15 athletes and using them as a headline and they'll compete against one another for that title on the build up to it we'll be having sort of activations boxing MMA powerlifting fits human with Johnny Young um, we mentioned for him yeah <laughs> what's uh, what's the fittest human going to have you need to ask Johnny that really yeah you just give him free I'm reign I'm not sure huh? if he knows yet. <laughs> anyway yeah we're, we're sort of trying to keep keep it fitness based um, and fuse it with showmanship entertainment and, and music where we'll be having performances from like Kapowri fighters gladiator sort of themed dances gl- gladiators and horsemen um, and then we've got the Shaolin monks coming over That's from be really the cool. Shaolin temple yeah, be cool. yeah. how, do you, how do you go about getting Shaolin monks we've got a Chinese partner oh yeah, yeah. and he just knows the guys like. he knows the guy who knows the guy yeah He's been up there quietly. <laughs> That's cool. So there's going to be a full day of just fun yeah, festivities. Yeah, a, a full day, a fusion of fitness and entertainment. Yeah. 
That's going to be cool. Um, up in Babal Shams, isn't it? In Babal Shams Arena, yeah. Yeah. So what's the people that I want to, like, just people I presume who are going to enter a competition from here, local yep. strongman athletes, potentials. What we're doing with the strongman side of it is we're going to have strongman mock-up areas. We won't be having a local competition. No. We're saving that for December. Right. Um, we're going to have like, mock-up areas where the, the sort of crowd can try out the movements that the, the guys are actually doing. So we can pick that thing up. Yeah, yeah go take a stab yeah. at it. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> um, so that'll be good. You can go and see how weak you are, not how strong you are. <laughs> They'll be achievable. They'll be achievable. Um, so what kind, of, what kind of exercises would you have? Like, what is achievable? What would somebody walk in off the street who sort of knows the gym? They're not completely fresh to it, but what would they be able to do down there? Like, what would you be looking to get them to experience? In terms of strongman training? In certain, yeah, like what's going to be Or achievable in a sense that a feat, so like a yeah. car pull. A lot of people will be surprised. People can actually pull cars. If you attach a harness to them and tell them to walk, momentum-based and, and using their body weight, they'll be able to pull it. Handbrake off, yeah. Handbrake off, obviously, and yeah. uh, neutral. Yeah. We watched uh, a few years ago, there was an event here with the mountain. What's his real name? Thor. Ah, Thor Bjornsson. Yeah, he was there and they had a couple of small jeeps tied to each other that he tried to pull. And because there was, it wasn't one thing on the end of one rope, it was three we, like three yeah, units. Yeah, yeah. So the first one would pull, that rope would go tight, the second one would then go tight. He'd have a little rest because it didn't budge and they would just all like bump in, shunt yeah. along. It was... A, it was a failure. Yeah, poor, poor organization. Though. Yeah, and the poor guy was just like, yeah, he was yeah, a little nah. bit embarrassed by it. Because, but it was just like, there's no way you're going to be able to move all of them. Nah. Just the way, the physics of it, like yeah, the bumping yeah, into yeah, each other, you're yeah. not getting the, the tension on the line properly. Um, but that would be interesting to see. Did, what, you had a truck pull as well, you were saying? So, I can go through the events if you yeah, want. Yeah, do it, yeah, yeah. So, um, the first event is going to be a truck pull where we're aiming to have a truck on truck, so a truck on a flatbed of a truck. Right. Uh, they'll be pulling that for X amount of distance as fast as possible. And then that'll be on a harness, so they'll be pulling forwards. Then the second event is an arm over arm pull, where they'll be pulling with their arms only. The same thing? They'll be pulling a vehicle. Okay. I'm still to confirm the vehicle. Sure. Um, and then moving into... The silver dollar deadlift, it's like an 18-inch deadlift where they'll build up to their maximum weight. We're hoping to see five, 500 kilos plus. When you say 18-inch, was that 18 inches from the floor? Yeah, 18 inches with? from the floor, yeah. yeah. What's a bar usually, like six? Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, and then we're going to move into a pressing medley. The pressing medley is going to be a giant dumbbell press, an axle, axle press, a log press and then a world's ultimate strongman shield press which is a new sort of implement that we've put in cool and then moving into the second last event we're going to have a yoke carry and we're going to be using the same tyres that's used on the truck right and we're going to put them either side so we're looking at a 500 kilo oh my god yoke carry when you're putting these together do you have to kind of send it off as a tentative sort of draft to the actual athletes being like could you realistically do this or I mean working with Eddie Hall and, and from uh, my experience I know sort of what what's achievable what's not yeah. 
Um, our aim is to sort of get the middle ground with it. Sure. Um, obviously, we don't want to see lads failing, but we want to see lads struggling, putting the work in. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the last event is the Atlas Stones, where we're going to have the heaviest Atlas Stone run and strongman to date. So, okay. so the stones are going to be from X amount to X amount. Right, you keep that quiet. Yeah, you can't <laughs> reveal that. Yeah. And they're going to be heavier than these guys have lifted before? Yeah, yeah it's going to be the heaviest one, yeah. That'll be good. And that's all going on in the evening time on the day? Yeah, so this will be from 5pm onwards through to midnight. This should. So what do these guys, do? like, they're doing one, how many events is there in total? Do you do six? So they do one... They all go through it, and it's just kind of a best score. And yep. then at the end of all six, there's a leader and a winner. Yeah, yeah. So, so it works. Um, they'll do one event, and it will be sort of a, a pick, not a picked order, a random order. And then the second event, if you came last, you'll have to go first on that event. Right. If you came first, you will go last. If I that see. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So the sort of leader always goes at the end. At the end, yeah. That's good. So then. For what other competitions do you have during the rest of the day in the after early afternoon? So we have a desert barbell doing a, a bench bash, a powerlifting bench bash. Um, what's what's a bench bash? Just bench press. press. I think it's a, a bench press. Um, I think they're going for either max weight or reps, repetitions, right. body weight for repetitions. Um, they're going to be bringing body weight for reps. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an interesting way of doing it. Chris yeah, well, again, it's like that thing. Like the second you start going max lift, people are like, ah, oh, that no, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Like. So I think we're going to have a combination. <laughs> but you'd have it like taking Chris, for example, who's seventy. Let's say he's seventy nine. He's, he's not, even lighter than that. Yeah, he's like seventy five, seventy four. But he could do like he could press. Oh, he would go all day. Well, could he though? Because he'll, he'll burn out. Because he's a strong. You know, like what's his endurance like with with eighty kilos on a bar? Yeah, but to a certain extent, like that wouldn't matter just because his. He's operating at like thirty percent of what he could do. Probably not that. Probably like like forty percent, maybe. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So the, yeah, the endurance is a factor, but it's still light enough that it's. And he's not going that far either, to be honest. Yeah, he's got little arms. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll skip that one as well. <clears throat> what do you have for tall, skinny, weak people? What's that? What do you have for tall, skinny, weak? We're we'll join people? the monks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there. join the monks. So do that. Go for a roller skating. Um, <laughs> we have a sort of. Uh, Christoph, the ex-UFC fighter, he's um, going to be organising uh, a few fights for us, boxing and cool. MMA. Is he getting some big names over for that? Or is uh, I th- it's going to be local. Yeah, it's yeah. all going to be local. So, so, so the activations around it are all going to be fairly local. Yeah, sure. And, um, There's some serious dudes here as well. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Damn. And then we have uh, Fitness and DXB with the Fittest Human Challenge. Yeah. Um, so that'll be good to see. And the old monks there just putting on just a, a big old performance, are they their usual sort yeah, of so uh, data? Yeah, they'll stick? be doing their, their usual routine and we're going to fuse together two of the monks with um, one of our strong men to do a little sort of a performance as well. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Just saying like throwing them one into in the crowd. Hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you said there's some capoeira, is that what you said as well? Yeah, capoeira, yeah, yeah. That'd be interesting to see those guys so dan- fight dancing. About, yeah, yeah. Fight dancing. Three till midnight. How much are the tickets? Uh, so the first wave starts at 249 dirhams. Okay. That's general admission. Uh, when they're sold out, it'll go to 299. On the second wave, when they're sold out, it'll go to a third wave of 349. And when do they go on sale? Uh, they're on sale at the minute. Oh, really? Platinum list. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 
Are you gonna? Are you doing any training yourself? Oh no, no. <laughs> You're gonna try and train mum. <laughs> Mental breakdown. Yeah. What's happening? How is the organising going for it? Good, good. Very busy. Yeah. Very busy. Yeah. What intense. kind of? You've got people helping you from all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. We've got various partners and sponsors on board that's sort of helping us push. Yeah. Have you done anything like this before? As a you yourself? Yeah. Yeah. With with the Dubai Muscle Show, uh, Emirates Strength with the Dubai Strongest Man and Emirates Strongest Man is similar, but obviously this scale was took it to the next level. Sort yeah. Of thing, yeah. Do you want to be uh, chucking yourself in on the competition? No. As a little no. wild card? No, no. Organise it, test yourself No, out. no. Have you, you've done other competitions recently, though, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Competed this year in Scotland's Strongest Man. How did that go? Good, I won it. You won it? Yeah. yeah Can't get much better than that. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. So you're the, you're the strongest man in Scotland? Strongest man in Scotland. In Over here? That's a bit embarrassing if you're in Scotland. <laughs> is there weight categories on that or is that just yeah this is so you've got open and then under 105 which is my class and then under 90 and under 80 you're under 95 i'm under 105 oh 105 and what's what were the um i was gonna say exercises what were the events in the thing that you had to do so the first event was a max axle press um you had to and what kind of weight would you be shooting Pressing 135. Overhead. Overhead. Um, I'm trying to remember the events now. It seems to remember you doing a big old farmer's walk, didn't you? Yeah, there was. So there was the axle press, then there was a yoke carry into the, the dead man carry. We would carry the yoke to one end and then pick up. It's, it's called a shield carry, but it's the shape of a it's the shape of a human or a tombstone. Right. And you carry it back. Um then there was a 300 kilo farmers or frame carry. Then there was the silver dollar deadlift, uh, where I broke a Scottish record there. What's the silver dollar deadlift? What's silver dollar deadlift is the 18 inch deadlift. Okay, right, right. Um, so I managed to pull a record there. What was the weight? 422 kilos. Jesus. Yeah. That, what, how heavy is a car? A car's about a ton. A small, you'd be shifting a small car there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Job done. Christ. And how much like how much break do you get in between each of these events? Is it going on all day, or are you? It goes on it? for roughly about four hours. Yeah, four hours. So you're you're looking at one event's forty five minutes, yeah. and then you have sort of a break in between. Right. And you're going to be going for the Britain's Strongest Man in three hopefully weeks. in three weeks. Yeah, hopefully yeah. with yeah. your busted up hand. Hopefully with my hand. Um, yeah, you got a little hurty hand here. Um, what I was going to ask you: How does your training look then as an athlete? Like for these kind of competitions, what, if you took the event and sort of work a few months in the run up to it, I always sort of uh, obviously I need to get the events because the events differ every competition, and I'll focus on building to a peak. So maybe. Two weeks before, I'll hit my peak and I'll be pulling my heaviest, pressing my heaviest, lifting the heaviest. Uh, and I'll always alternate heavy week, light week. Heavy week will be focused on less volume, more weight. And then on the light week will be more volume and focusing on how the bar moves or how the implement moves, if it moves with speed. Um, and that's just how I work it. And I sort of build it up uh, until I hit the peaks, pushing 5, 10 kilos every, every two weeks. And how many competitions a year? Like, how many times are you trying to peak each year, would you say? Um, previously, it was always once a year, but this yeah. year I'm pushing on two, two, two competitions this year. And is the goal to end up with these kind of guys, the Eddie Halls and all that, and the, the World Strongest Man, is that 
that's the long term goal is to sort of push the worlds for my weight category. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the open class, they're all six foot four plus and and the same sort of weight as double me essentially. So yeah, double yeah. my body weight. Um, yeah, Eddie Hall's a giant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We yeah. met him a few months ago, we had him on and uh you sort of don't really appreciate how big he is until yeah. you see him like just beside people yeah. you know yeah, you see him on TV and he's yeah he's a big guy no yeah yeah whatever we get it but then you see him like just on the street and he the thing is he's one of the shorter ones I was going to say he's not even the biggest like yeah, Brian Shaw yeah. and those dudes are gigantic yeah I remember meeting a big Z in Romania we went out for dinner with him he was he was kind of working with a company I was working with and I was in the backseat of the taxi behind him just like kind of wedged <laughs> up he's there like how big is he he's like 6 foot 4 and he's about 100 and how much does he weigh he's like 150 kilos or something yeah he's more grotesque yeah, 170 like, 100, yeah. yeah it's like Jesus Christ just this gigantic yeah. human being like, even though like the size of his wrists and forearms like the size of my head yeah. you know, no exaggeration like. how old are those guys though like how long does it take to get to that what's the peak of a strong man I mean there's a lot of young guns coming through now, like Tom Stokeman. Tom Stokeman's 23, kilo, uh, 23 kilos, 23. 20, 23 years old. Um, and he's, I think he's destined for like a, a podium spot. Yeah. There's Mateos, who came second in World's Strongest Man this year. He's 24. Oh, Thor won it this year, right? Thor won it this yeah. year, and uh, yeah, Mateos came second. Thor is the mountain. Yeah. yeah. So the mountain from what did he win? The mountain from what's it? What's the, the strongest What's man the program called? Game of Thrones. I was gonna say Lord of the Rings. Yeah, Game <laughs> of Thrones. <laughs> Similar <laughs> swords. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so he what did he win? The world's strongest man this year. For the same as Eddie Hall won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? So he's the new champion. He's the new champion. Yeah. What time did he? I thought that was not until later in the year. No. So does December it gets aired oh, on television? Sh- yeah. Well, that's the thing. They, they used secret. to be really secret about it, but now they're just quite. Yeah, now they're not breaking the rules. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Why do they do it that way? Like, why do they leave such a long distance? Do you have any idea? I don't have a clue. No, don't have a clue. Um, so yeah, Eddie Hall was talking about his diet, like, and he just he can't sustain it. He just he's yeah, sort yeah, of looking forward to retiring and chilling out. Yeah, that's crazy. What, what's your diet like? How are you sustaining that kind of work? Because I'm I'm at a weight category, and I normally sit at. 105 kilos it's not too bad for me um, obviously I'm trying to push the food but um, not to the extent of Eddie was because because they're open they can push their weight to whatever they want Yeah. Um, I just need to be smart about how I'm eating obviously I need to push the calories when I need to but I just need to be a bit more clever of, with my protein intake And so what would a day look like let's say like four or five weeks ago run up to the competition so I would normally start the morning with a shake um, I, I'm big on digestion so I, I like to sort of start my day with something that's let's say pleasing for the stomach um, you'll probably laugh when I start saying what it is so I have about 50 grams of oats two scoops of uh, protein a scoop of ice cream yeah <laughs> Well, it's already like okay. yeah, this the joys of being a strong it. man. It's just like, yeah, I just have ice cream for breakfast. A digestive biscuit and <laughs> uh, a tablespoon of peanut butter and a blender with milk. Just the one biscuit. Just the one biscuit. Yeah, so what's the rationale behind that? Just calories. Yeah. It's just calories and it's 
for me it's you just easy like, to have in the just morning because you like ice cream like ice that's cream. beautiful about yeah. it I was like I just need to get massive I don't care what was it Eddie Hall said he drank like five litres of fruit juice a day or something yeah, crazy is that like, god damn cranberry juice yeah. Jesus but uh, what, what, what ice cream what are you talking like Ben and Jerry's or um, is it Mackay's Mackay's oh yeah Sounds just vanilla to you now, vanilla man. yeah yeah keep it, keep it yeah. um, and then I've been working my fitness feeds they supply all my meals so it's and I'm have 200 grams of rice, 200 grams of chicken, and I have that twice on the lead up to when I train. Then post workout, I'll have another shake that I had in, the same shake yeah. that I had in the morning, and then the, in the evening I tend to sort of have red meat. So 200 grams of red meat, 200 grams of rice. And are you weighing all that like pre meals? You are you? I mean, fitness feeds have been sorting it out for me. And do they um, give you a special case for yeah, you, or are you just someone? They're on a special mark, boys. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, and have you ever thought like or planned it out? Like, let's say you did want to push the opens, be like, right, I would actually, I could realistically start increasing my calories by this much and expect to kind of. Yeah, for sure. I mean, last year I pushed, I pushed my weight up to about 112 kilos. Right. And uh, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't uh, the nicest. Let's say it wasn't the most comfortable because I'm only what five foot, five foot eight. So yeah, 112 kilos at five foot eight isn't. Uh, the most practical, let's say. Because um, at the end of the day, your body's only going to take so much and you start force-feeding. I'm sure Eddie's told you this. You force-feed, yeah. force-feed. And then you start to go into the higher calorie, like intake, like food. Yeah. And pizzas it, and, and, and it just... Yeah. yeah, you start struggling to wipe your own ass and <laughs> sit in plain seats <laughs> yeah, and yeah. the whole thing. You're like, yeah. fuck's sake. I always, I always used to read the blog of uh, Elite FTS. Yeah. of reading some of Dave Tate's blogs and stuff about like the issues of being fucking gigantic <laughs> it's hilarious yeah. Jesus what was he struggling with well literally like wiping his own ass just, you know. <laughs> he's too big yeah yeah just couldn't, couldn't have the shoulder mobility it's the airplanes I, I mean I don't know I struggle in airplanes like sitting in the seats I don't know how these guys have to fly business class like, they genuinely have to fly yeah, yeah I struggle with the length when my knees are too long but I've got yeah, plenty, we'll plenty of space left like and right. 160 <laughs> kilos, you know. Yeah, there's a picture floating around of Eddie Hall in the plane, wasn't it? Right next to um, the presenter of the World's Strongest Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Overhanging. Oh, Jesus yeah, yeah. Christ. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that's an issue. I'd, yeah, I seem to remember there's another dude on that elite FTS, Chad Aches, the big old uh, Highlander guy. He's a powerlifter, and then he went into the, the Highland right. Games. And he was about the size of these guys, and he was saying that every time he flies, like, he has to book out the aisle. Yeah, know, it's so yeah, expensive just, to can travel anywhere. Christ. And uh, how's the injuries and things? Are you sort of constantly battling the niggling aches and pains or are you generally all right? Yes. I mean, that's the thing with strongman when you're pushing pushing the weights that you are going to be prone to injuries. Um, last year, I dislocated my finger and sort of that came back to haunt me about three weeks before um, Scotland's Strongest Man. And then I tore my bicep. That seems two, to be the classic one. Everybody seems to have a bicep pain. Yeah, I tore my bicep uh, two weeks before. You just tear it off the forearm. No, no, no just just in the bit. Yeah, see, nice. Just a small tear. Yeah. Um, I tore it two weeks before. Then I rested, and then I tore it actually at the competition. But luckily, it was at the end. Right. And I was not too bad. Um, but yeah, you do sort of battle with the niggles and injuries. That's why I'm a big big advocate on rest. Yeah. Uh, especially when doing strongman. Sure. And doing it at a competitive level. And well, like when you go to these competitions, like somebody asked Eddie, I've always been curious about, is, um, 
do you you know the events before you go or is yeah. it like just kind of surprise? Yeah, you know yeah. the events, yeah. Because you need to train. You need to train for it. Sure. And yeah. do you do you double down on what you're really good at or do you kind of have an even spread in your training like right today I'm going to log press today I'm going to do no, this. Thing. Even spread, yeah. Even spread because I want to sort of progress everything. Yeah. Um, maybe in my off season I double down on on a specific movement, but when I'm going for a competition I will always sort of spread out and focus up maybe a bit more on my weak weaknesses than anything. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And what, what what are your strongest sort of lifts that you? Uh, I'd say my deadlifts is my, my strongest. Yeah, yeah. it's funny how you see, you see them all. They all have their just their shit that they get like Mark Felix yeah, and those yeah. guys. Where deadlift comes up, you yeah. know he's going to win it. Yeah. When you see something like the the squats, because it's obviously like a fixed bar, and like you know Brian Shaw and some of these yeah, guys yeah. trying to squat underneath it looks ridiculous these gigantic people in the bars only how how is how high is the bar like normally when they do those squat challenges I mean, so it, it all depends it's on all the height. yeah it depends whether they're hitting 90 degrees and and whatnot right but like watching yeah. this it looks yeah. so uncomfortable yeah 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 it's very uh just categorizing huge. sport um what's your favorite exercise like what's the favorite event atlas stones yeah atlas stones are my favorite and what one yeah. do you hate i used to hate the axle press but i've learned to love it oh yeah just by working just on by, it. Just by keeping the uh, repeating, repeating, repeating. That's the only way, right? Yeah, That's sometimes the only yeah, way, yeah, 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 to yeah. focus on what you yeah. what you don't like until you, you, start you have it. a little soft spot for yeah. it. Yeah. Um, the people that you train and like in your, because your, your day job, aside from the event, is training people, yeah? Yeah. Are they general public or are they coming to you specifically for a strongman stuff a mix i've got a mix of general public and people who are pushing strength people who are pushing competitive sort of powerlifting and strongman yeah so how would you take uh someone trying to make the transition from general fitness stuff someone who's like pretty decent in the gym to to strongman just i'd always fo- focus on uh, the compound movement so i'm big on compound lifts um you won't see me doing bicep curls and whatnot you right. see me in there getting the clients Squatting, deadlifting, and overhead pressing. Um, and I'd focus on building them initially before we went into the more functional uh, power-based movements. Do you have like a cut-off point? Like you say, like, okay, you need to deadlift twice your body weight before you even touch an atlas. Not necessarily. Or... I, I sort of break them in yeah. uh, when I feel like ne- it's necessary for, sure. for them. Um, and I'll always start from the bottom and bring it up. I'll never sort of get them jumping in the deep end. We've got... 50 kilo atlas stones all the way to 200. I wouldn't say go in and go ah, crack the 100 kilos yeah. just because you can deadlift 200 kilos. I would always yeah. build them from the bottom and uh, push them in. Some of the, like, particularly the atlas stones, so awkward to try and pick yeah, it up. And it's, like, yeah. Unless you have like the spine mobility and all the rest of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's a big part of it though, up. isn't it? The big part of it, the, 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 the discipline is getting over the awkwardness. And, yeah, yeah. And I think it's, a lot of people will see it as bad form and whatnot. Conditioning and robustness go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, like, you see guys picking the Atlas stones up in the most abnormal, <laughs> yeah. like, excruciating way, but their bodies are conditioned to do that. Yeah. They've not just went in and, and started, you know what I mean? It's always. They've also got massive surface area. Yeah. Like, yeah. muscles are inserting over larger areas, yeah, vertebrae yeah. are much chunkier. Yeah. Yeah. But I always felt that that was the, the idea of bad form was always just in the context of if you've been sitting down at a desk all day like the yeah. human body can move in all sorts of different yeah, exactly. ways yeah. Yeah. Like there's no you obviously see those gymnasts in the Jefferson curl where they're doing the whole baby yeah. back yeah, like yeah. twice their body weight yeah. like look 
the human body's a strong ass thing. It's only bad form if you just don't have the mobility yeah. to do it. Yeah. Um, and as you're saying, like some of these dudes anyway, it could look horrific, but when the muscle is that strong yeah. and like the bones are that thick, the like, ligaments are as strong as some people's muscles. Yeah, like, of course. Size-wise, I mean, yeah. like, forget just it. Just conditioned. They're not gonna. Would you, how many people would get injured doing? Surely they're not getting injured doing like the Atlas stone lift. They're getting injured doing something else. What would you? Let me ask you to separate. What would you? How would people get injured mainly through strongman as the top level athletes? What would a common? Uh, I think the biceps are, are because you 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 lose use a lot of grip and um, the bicep being a small muscle group, that's probably the most likely to to sort of go. Yeah, guys aren't putting their back out. They're not going for disc herniation operations. Yeah, I mean, I, I know more people who have done their bicep than have their discs. Yeah, um, I mean that can happen at any point. Yeah, yeah. I suppose just like any injury. I suppose when shit just gets that heavy. Like, yeah. so I was always saying, um, I, always, I can't remember why I was talking about it. It was with a beginner client, but I was trying to explain that relative load matters to a certain degree, but absolute load will always matter. So it doesn't really yeah. matter if you're, if you're the world's strongest man, 90% of your one rep max isn't the same as my 90% of yeah, my one yeah, rep. Like, yeah. there reaches a certain point where now you're just pushing the genetic potential yeah, of the human yeah, being to yeah. such an extent that it's like, it doesn't matter. Like, you're just that, that weight. It's just going to fuck you up at some point, yeah, yeah. Do you know. Yeah, yeah. Four hundred kilo, uh, two hundred kilo Atlas stone is still two hundred kilos. Yeah, exactly. Irrelevant of what you yeah. weigh, that's mass. That's load. Like, forget it. Yeah, I think people forget <laughs> that sometimes. They go, "Ah, it's only ninety percent." It's like, no, 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 no. Well, like, yeah, especially like when they start like you're, you're incrementing weights heavier, 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 heavier. Like the difference between one hundred and twenty kilos and one hundred and thirty kilos is a lot more on the system than the difference between 40 kilos and 50 kilos. Yeah, for sure. Even though it's 10 kilos more, yeah. like once you get to that high level, it's it's just, it's overall load and, and brutality yeah. on you. And I think as well, tying in with like little things like hydration, your salt water imbalance, when you're tired and you're lifting that weight, that's when you, you do get injured. Yeah. I mean, that's what I found with my bicep, but like it was the complete end of my session. It was the last Atlas stone I was picking up. And it went, like, it wasn't because I wasn't warm or yeah. mobile. It was just because I was that depleted during the session. Yeah. The way I picked it up, it just, just went, whether it cramped and then went. Or yeah, man. Any, yeah. any deficiency in your sort yeah. of setup for yeah. that is just going to fuck you. And so, it's So you said it, well, it cramped first and then it... It was just like a popping sensation. Just in the right and the belly of it? Yeah, like, like, do you know when you feel a knot, when you're getting a massage mm. and you feel a knot? Yeah. It was like that, but like with a, an audible pop. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then well, did you get it scanned and looked at? No, I could see straight away that it was gone. Abnormal. What did yeah, you do to yeah. to rehab it? Um, I did a lot of cupping methods on it. I mean, to be honest, there wasn't really much I could do. Yeah. Um, it didn't need surgery. I went to anything. desk and, and seen the guys at desk, and and they sort of told me, right, yeah, it's it's torn. <laughs> yeah, fucked There's it. not much Jump. we can do. You just need to rest and yeah. That's all right. I suppose you don't have yeah. to go get surgery on it, reattach yeah. anything. As a matter of interest, why wouldn't you have people doing biceps and triceps? Why not? Yeah. Is um, that a philosophical thing, or is that a time management thing, or uh, probably time management? Yeah. Um, like I said before, I'm 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 very much behind compound movements and functional movements because that's going to assist you daily. Yeah. Um, 
I think the biceps should always be used as a secondary muscle group as well, not a primary. Because you see a lot of guys in the gym, they'll have big biceps and their back, they'll, they'll have no back because they pull with their, back, their biceps yeah, and not yeah. their back. Um, that's so a usually I mean, common one. Yeah, people don't know how to use their back. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's getting people using the primary muscle groups, i.e. the back, the legs, the shoulders, the chest, and, and getting people to use the, the biceps and triceps as secondaries. Yeah, yeah. there's more aesthetics. Yeah. And do you get many females coming to you for, for strength training? The majority of people that do strongman are female. Really, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Even... At warehouse gym and at train SF, the majority is is female. Yeah, is that because the females are more open to a challenge or getting help, whilst the men will go off in the corner yeah. and do it by yeah, themselves? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you do see that a lot, especially in Dubai. Yeah, is um, the females they want a challenge and they're happy to sort of be coached be coached for yeah. that challenge whereas the guys see it as oh no I can do it yeah and, and then they, they go to pick up an implement and it's like oh no I probably should <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. yeah well I was talking to Chris about this recently you told me just the, the way the females are much easier yeah. to train than males because males just bring the ego yeah. with them yeah and that, that is exactly it is it's kind of what I like about strongman as well it, it destroys a few egos yeah and it puts things into pers- perspective for these guys that that go to the gym yeah like if you see they do the, go and try and pick up an atlas stone and they realize the weight of it and the the, the awkwardness of the pickup yeah. yeah yeah there's something much more uh primal about being able to like actually do something compared to looking like the biggest bodybuilder and yeah. failing doing it you know yeah, yeah, yeah it's like end of the world Armageddon comes in who do you want the bodybuilder who looks good to like <laughs> shift the rubble out of your way or fucking Mark pick that up there <laughs> like, yeah. it does come down to the strength how do you find the response from the bodybuilders because you, you're training in train SF do they get involved yeah. or do, yeah, they, yeah. do they steer clear of it so some of the guys have been getting involved um, some of the guys respect it some of the guys don't some of the guys want to try it um, and and for me, I think it's a good it's a good thing for bodybuilders as part of their off season sort of routines when they're trying to put on muscle mass. Obviously, when they are they are going for a bodybuilding show, it's not the best idea to be yeah. picking up heavy implements and they're depleted. Um, but I'd always push it towards the guys and and get them in there for their off season. Yeah, because that's what it does at the end of the day is it builds mass. And what are the guys who don't respect it? Like, what's what's happening there? Um. They must stay clear of it. Yeah. No, um, there's no friction, though. No friction. No, nah, no friction. But they just more stay clear and... And, and just go back to doing yeah, light yeah, stuff for yeah, half yeah. an hour. And you get from time to time, you you get... Like, we'll be doing, say, a class and, and one of the sort of bodybuilders or, um, let's say, formic police or whatever, they'll come in and, and critique form, like, on a sandbag pickup. Right. And it's like, you do realise this is an abnormal pickup. It's different from picking up an, a barbell. Yeah, a um, neat little bar, yeah. And they, 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 they sort of take, take tons of that. I've seen, even on Instagram, when the girls put up, or some of the guys put up a video. And oh, yeah, like, shit oh, out of comments. you're back. Like, like, really, yeah? Yeah, yeah. A lot do of people things. do that on, like, like call form? I, I can't stand that. They're like, comment, yeah, YouTube yeah. comments and all the rest oh, of it. Like, hey, man, should be... Do you get they, what you do? No, nobody. Yeah? <laughs> nobody. That's what I found with uh, 
one of my old mentors, he's, he's the uh, S&C for the England football team and he, yeah. he was out there for the World Cup and he was posting up some videos of the guys doing some training and man, you get all like the experts. Like, yeah, like, Why yeah. are you doing this like that? Was like, listen, they're in a World Cup final. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. What the fuck are you? Like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, I always do wonder like people, because I see it with the nutritionists. I see nutritionists going at it online over what's the best thing for yeah. what. Yeah. Let's just go show you like people that just don't know. You know, particularly something like nutrition where we've discussed it before where you have such polarizing opinions and everybody's got a whole host of like Google Scholar articles to back them yeah, up. It's like, yeah. okay, so clearly as a species, we just don't know this. Okay? So maybe everyone just shut the fuck up <laughs> yeah, a little bit yeah. and just settle down <laughs> and just try and work it out yourself to a certain extent. Training's a little different, but as I say, I think it's, it's, that's bad form because I have a jacked up back and when I do that, it hurts. So yeah, when I've had my yeah. clients do it. So yeah. like you're just, that's not bad form. That's just you kind of suck at this at the moment, you know, like yeah. your spine's not in a position to do it. Yeah. I mean, people should just, we spoke about this before. People should just stay quiet. Even if you see something online, just you're going to gain nothing by chirping in. Like, but I mean, uh, uh, that's what I always say is if you put it online, you're exposing yourself to true enough yeah. to this feedback, let's say. Yeah. And that's all you can take it as. Is yeah. Feedback. Feedback. Yeah, just, it's not to say it's all wrong. It's just unappreciated. It's also non-constructive. Yeah. I always want to know who is going on social media, like who's going on through Instagram to learn how to do a thing. Do you know, like, oh, I need, okay, let me see if my deadlift is correct. What about, why don't I go to this guy's page, look for the deadlift post, and then read the, like, bullet point, word for word for word technique, and then who's learning from that? Because I tried that at the start. I tried, okay, try this. After a while, it's like, why, who's, who's learning from me online? It's not really an ethical place to try and teach. Like you sh- yeah, if you yeah. want to be really, really stern about it, you get a person in real life and talk them yeah. through specifically what they don't just post a to-do list and then expect people to get it. Um, for the complex stuff, you know, there's some nice little ones you can give, like for small exercise. But for the real heavy stuff, I always wonder who's learning, who's read something, gone, oh, I didn't know that, and then gone and corrected their own form. Maybe p- people, but I. There's some of my clients have also with like nutrition, but only because it's like Kim Kardashian said this. What do you think, Matt? That's yeah, like, nutrition and supplements. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. What are your views on that? Um, it's a money making industry. Yeah. So I see it as. Um, I think the only sort of, let's say, legitimate supplement is your whey protein for convenience and, and creatine. Yeah. That's Certainly from a testing point of view, yeah, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah. From a what? Well, as in stuff that has, like, like creatine's got, what, 30, 40 years of just test after test. Uh, after yeah, scientific. Every yeah, scientific yeah, yeah. Like, situation. Proof, I see. Yeah, yeah. Um, the same with whey protein as well, but things like BCAAs and the yeah. glutamine and all these things, like the actual the research behind it, like, doesn't yeah. really do anything. Yeah, some of it is a bit foggy. Do you, do any, do you take any supplements? Yeah, just whey protein and, and creatine. Yeah. Yeah. And how would you t- talk people through how you would take your creatine? Because we get that a lot. So creatine, I would normally start the day with it and then pre-workout. Um, so I'm loading up on it in the morning and then like maybe an hour before I work out. Yeah, that's good. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, anything else to add on there? All good. So just go through again. October 26th. Yeah, World's Ultimate Strongman. Baba Shams Arena, yeah. Um, where can people get tickets for that? Uh, platinum list, um, or from the World's Ultimate Strongman dot com website. And then, if people want to get in touch with you personally, where can they get you on online on social media or whatever? Um, on Instagram at Mark Boyd 
underscore ES. Cool. All right. Well, cheers for coming into us. We'll look forward to seeing that. Oh, thank you. And we'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Cheers, guys.